Grab yourself a hippo mai tai with two shots of rum, because it's time for Tiki Tuesdays on Mousecapades Podcast. And this is something I have been waiting for, John. I am so excited that you're you're finally on uh, on Tuesday. We're calling this Tiki Tuesdays with John the Tiki Garden, and we're just all three of us. Dave is here too, and we are just stoked to have you dedicated to Tuesday night. You are taking over the Mousecapades podcast, my friend. Yeah, welcome aboard, John. Thank you, fellas. I, you know, it's funny. I kind of. I'm sure I'm probably going to throw some people off with this reference, but I kind of feel like I'm the NWO right now. I'm taking over. Bringing right. wrestling fans out there. The new world order. <laughs> That's right, buddy. Yeah, so we, uh, Nick and Dave and I, we'd all just been talking, and we thought we'd do another weekly show on Tuesdays where I could kind of steer the ship and just talk about what's going on in the parks and, you know, have provide some additional content along the way, too. So I'm really looking forward to where this show is going to go. Well, the, you know, the initial idea, you know, John, you know, we've been talking about this now for probably, I, I don't know, two, three weeks, maybe a little bit longer than that. But you you have a huge following. And uh, every time you came on our show, uh, especially the episode you had dedicated just to yourself, I think it was John the Tiki Garden in Fantasyland or something like that. We just had mm-hmm. uh, a ton of a ton of downloads. And that just proves that you have a huge following on Periscope, buddy. Did you know that? Yeah, you know, it, it's it's pretty humbling. It's 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 fun. You know, it's it's I don't know. It's crazy. You know, just starting out doing small videos here or there to consistently doing them every time I go to the parks and doing some additional videos every now and then and just interacting people. It's it's a lot of fun interacting with people. I should say it's a lot of fun and it's I don't know crazy. People want some tiki garden, buddy. I can tell you that. So, what's the latest, man? How was, uh, I guess, the, the holiday season there, wrapping up at Walt Disney World? Yeah, you know, so I had we had never been down for Christmas week before, and I know that is a big time when a lot of people go. It was definitely very, very, very busy, but, you know, one thing I always try to tell people, if anybody's never been to Disney World before, or maybe you've gone multiple times before in the past, it all has to do with planning. You know, irregardless of how busy the parks are, you can make it work for you. Just you have, you might have to temper your expectations with what you can get done in one day. But you know, we went Christmas Eve to Magic Kingdom, and it was it was very busy. I won't lie about that. I mean, Space Mountain had a 240 minute long wait Whoa. when we went. So I mean, we're we're talking about you know the busiest time of the year probably. But still, we had our three Fast Pass selections, did those, and you do some of the smaller attractions like, you know, Country Bear Jamboree, Tiki Room, um, the People Mover, things like that. Just make your way around the parks and just enjoy your time compared to just trying having to hit all the big rides every single time. And sometimes, John, that actually can be a blessing in disguise because there's some things that my family just doesn't try out. But then when we go into things like that, it's like, hey, why haven't we done this more often? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it just, it, it all has to do with your planning and what tempering your expectations for the day on busy days. So it was very busy, but I would say it's very manageable depending upon if you go in with the right mindset. And that's common. We hear that a lot. And John, I know you do too. Dave, we just had Vicky on this last week and uh, she said the same thing. You know, she said when you go to Disney World, especially during the holiday season, it is all about planning. Now, it's all about planning throughout the summer and throughout any other time of the season that you go, but 
really during the holiday season. It was packed. You periscoped, buddy. Tell us a little bit about that because you'd periscoped and that place was insane. I don't know how you even moved around with your boy. I would have been too concerned with my boy and not really enjoying myself. Did you feel like that? Well, you know, that was definitely a day where we kept him in the stroller for the most part. My my son just turned two a couple of weeks ago, and he's definitely beginning becoming more uh, independent, wanting to run around in the parks. But that was a day we had to just leave him in the stroller. I mean, even even stuff like, uh, gosh, the the Stitch ride, uh, Stitch's Great Escape, that even had like a thirty minute wait on Christmas Eve when we went. And boy, that's. That ride is pretty much always a walk-on, which it should be because it's terrible. But um, I don't know. You know, there's just there was people everywhere. Um, I mean, even the people mover had a line like backed up all the way past where Carousel no Progress. No way. Yeah, it's had, never like they that. had cast members with stakes um, that they were just holding where they would say where the line started for rides, and wow. they had like a make makeshift queue. Uh, made out of like little white ropes. Yeah, because they uh, never needed it, right? Yep. Wow. Hey, so now that everything is done, have they wrapped up with all their holiday decorations? And how quickly does that kind of thing go away? I know that uh, I had a buddy that was just there and and caught the last night of Osborne lights. And uh, so does that stuff just magically disappear now? Or do they still have decorations up? No, it's it's killing me. It's still all up. (laughs) I shouldn't say it's all still up. so the, the background music has switched back over to the regular background music. We went to Epcot yesterday, and they they took down the tree. The background music's back to being normal stuff, but they still have little stuff here and there, like little wreaths and garland and things like that that hasn't been cleaned up all the way yet. And I was talking to some cast members about it, and they said it's going to be coming in the next couple of days. So, I mean, it's getting there. Um, it definitely wasn't an overnight turn down thing but yeah it's 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 coming there it's just not soon enough for me i'm ready for all that crap to be put, put away <laughs> so it's like dave's house you know the the lights are up within hours but it takes 30 days to come back down <laughs> <laughs> no man i don't Pretty even get much. on the ladder in my house i just grab the lights from the corner and just yank them off the roof dude i don't either man i can't stand putting up lights man but humbug john are you the same way when you live in o'fallon dude just right down the street from us are you the same way we did not put up the lights outside. No way. Thank I, goodness. I don't need Fisher's Christmas no spirit. Come on. I'm not coordinated, and I would break my neck falling off the roof, so I'm good with that. So, you know, one other thing I wanted to talk about with you guys is some new stuff that's going on with the park. I know I uh, listened to one of your episodes a couple of weeks ago, and the hot-button issue here in Orlando right now is metal detectors. Yeah, how's that working, man? Uh, I've heard rumors to out body scanners to wands to metal detectors to cavity searches and which i think dave would be in line for that and cavity. horseback you know like uh security personnel on horseback yeah well i had a full cavity search at animal kingdom the other day so no uh they, it is true all of the orlando parks sea world disney and universal all have metal detectors wands and additional screening procedures there's not body scanners or anything like that but what's kind of weird about it is at SeaWorld and Universal, everybody goes through a metal detector. No questions asked. Um, however, at Disney, it is randomly select. You are randomly selected to go through the metal detectors that they have. Not everybody has to go through one. Was it always well, like that, John? It is right now. Was it always like that at Universal? Did they always have metal detectors over there? No, this this all popped up after the guy um, brought but, the gun in. Yeah, uh, in the beginning, like 
towards the middle of December. This, this all, all those parks brought that over like a three or four day time period. They all did at the same time. It was like that event happened on like a Friday, and then that Monday, every single one of them had metal detectors. I probably got wow. the dates wrong, but it was that quick. I mean, like, yeah. how do you get caught with that though? If you have a concealed weapon, I'm. I have one, and I don't mind saying that. I mean, I have my license, and it's not that hard. You tuck it away. It's not like you forget about it. It becomes part of you. And, you know, me being in the military, just having a weapon at my side anyway it was a part of my life for a long time. But you don't take it out. You don't You don't necessarily think about it. It's just strapped to you. It's hidden. I want to know how this guy got caught. Was it that, you know, he was in the restroom and, and it was around his ankle or something and he just, like someone just happened to see underneath the, I don't know, the, the door or, uh, or I don't know, like, was he walking down Main Street and someone saw it? Do you know how that went down? I, you know, I, I, from what I recall reading about it, and I'm not 100% on this, I'm sure someone can correct me, but I believe it was at the park entrance when they were going through bag check. A security guard had noticed, and I'm not even trying to be funny. I know this is going to sound funny. A bulge. They noticed <laughs> a bulge in his pants. <laughs> There's no way around saying I that. swear that's but, not uh, mine, baby. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is the first time. Um, but I guess some, they had noticed that and questioned him about it. And from what I'm remembering, he got mouthy with them, which That'll do it. they didn't like and and scrutinized him even more and then brought on the onslaught of security from what I remember reading. Besides Christmas stuff going down, what's new, dude? Anything? Well, the Skipper King team restaurant finally opened. That's right. And we have plenty of friends that have eaten there already, Dave. And our buddy Mike from Be Our Guest Podcast just posted some pictures today. And I am jealous. And you've been there, John, quite a bit. How is it? All right. So we went that Christmas Eve for it. And I got to be honest with you, we... We didn't get like a full dinner. We ate like super early. We got walk up right, everything's walk up right now, but we didn't even wait. We, uh, ate at like 4.30 in the afternoon just cause I kind of wanted to check it out, but I thought there might be like a, a longer wait. Had Did we you get the senior you know, discount on that one? Yeah, we had the blue hair discount, you know, that's nice. how we roll. I'm, <laughs> we're, 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 we're feeling that at this age already. I was told to bring your um, wallet if you go there though. You know, so what we ended up doing is we ended up just getting an appetizer, and I got a soup, and my wife got a salad. And the appetizer we got, I don't even remember what it was called, but it was really weird and not very good. I know that's a horrible banging review just to say that I don't remember what I got and that it wasn't very good. But, however, the only good thing that I really did enjoy is they had this, like, bread service at the beginning of the meal that comes with this, like, uh, fresh honey. I know that sounds really lame, but it was delicious, and my son absolutely loved it. Overall, we didn't really enjoy our food too much, but then again, like I said, we only got soup, salad, and appetizer. However, I really enjoyed the atmosphere of the restaurant. It's really cool walking around. They have, like, three different staged areas, kind of, like, similar to uh, your guest restaurant is. You know how there's, like, different themed rooms? Right. They have that kind of set up similar um, in the Skipper Canteen. There's, like, a mess hall. And then there's like one or two other back rooms. There's like a library one, and then I forget what the third one is. But, you know, overall, the restaurant looked really, really cool, I thought. You're not the only person to say that, John. I, I've had a friend who said the exact same thing, that it was overpriced and the food was not crappy, but just wasn't to their expectations as far as Disney food goes. So trust me, you're not the only one that has said that. But this is a quick service yeah. place, though, right? No, this no, is, no. This is, yeah. is it really? 
Yeah, this is this is a full sit down meal. Yeah, so I mean, expect to pay you know twenty eight dollars for a chicken dish, or you know yeah. thirty two, thirty five for a steak, and for subpar food, I don't know. I'd rather just get it, grab something quick service in the park. Sure. But that's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, I know. How's the frozen ride coming along? Oh God, I don't know. I wish they would just take that out behind the barn and shoot it. <laughs> I want nothing to do with that. Like my nana. <laughs> Oh God! I just I'm dreading the day that it, actually I'm not dreading the day that opens because then there'll be like hordes of people that are going to that, and then there'll be right. other parts of Epcot that won't be as busy. But I don't know. They're definitely coming along with that. They just closed down the rest of breaking news. Breaking news last night. I, we saw that they uh, closed down the restaurant, not the restaurant, the restroom in the Norway Pavilion because that's all blocked off now for. Uh, <laughs> the meet and greet building area that they're doing right now. Um, but yeah, over at Epcot, they also have the uh, new Pixar um, movie festival, I think they're calling it. The thing that replaced Captain EO. Thank Unfortunately, God. I'm crying by myself over here. I know you guys aren't going to give me any love. But, yeah, uh, no, not at all. Did you go in? Yeah, I, I tried to. I went last Saturday with my son, but the, uh, the pre-show was kind of cool. They had... Um, some different interviews with John Lasseter and some old ex- excerpts with uh, Walt Disney talking about like Steamboat Willie um, and things like that and just the progression going from Disney animation to Pixar and the shorts through the years. But the actual movies that they show on the inside, there's like, um, I forget the Mickey one. It's like like within the past couple of years, it's like have a, have a horse or something. I forget what it's called. Like it's when they relaunched Mickey shorts a couple years ago it was like the first one that came out and then there's like two or three pixar shorts it's nothing new it's stuff you've already seen if you followed any of the shorts through the years um but i didn't actually go into the theater to see it because my son was not happy with uh waiting (laughs) in the pre-show but you know (laughs) i bet this opens up the door though you guys for like pixar exclusives it's gotta they gotta keep it fresh or people are not gonna go in there I don't know, man. They're pretty lazy, and I think they're banking <laughs> on people making. I think they're banking on people making their one-time trip to Disney to where they don't have to really update stuff too often. I I hope you're right, but dude, you hey. live there, you would know best. You know, you see it on a daily basis. But you know what this could yeah. do? I mean, th- this is the perfect place to move one man's dream. They have the th- just things you were talking about there, like the old interviews with Walt, and then maybe something from last or whatever. And then they move the the museum there, and then this is where they roll out the next generation technology with but, three oh, holograms. Okay. I was gonna wa- like I was wondering how you're gonna how you're gonna incorporate yeah, that because it's in future world. So you had like you know how like back in the day they had Dude, like Star uh, Wars. You know they had great moments with Mr. Lincoln where it was like debuting the audio animatronic, and that was the whole attraction. So here's where they roll out like super cool 3D holograms. And just make it of Walt Disney, like him telling his story and doing stuff in front of a, a that group. Would that would be, be awesome. awesome. Dude, I'm totally going to nerd it up right now, Dave, and you can go to sleep because I know you don't want to have anything to do with this. <laughs> but The Force Awakens, we didn't even talk about that, John. Dude, did you see it? Uh, oh, yeah. I've seen it quite a few times already. How many times are you up to? I'm a, I got six. What are you up to? I think I'm up to three or four. I think four. I think I've seen awesome. it four times now. I Man, saw it once. Yeah, I just saw it once. Yeah, yeah lame I really enjoyed it. I thought it was I thought it was a really fun movie. So I mean that's that's pretty much how I can just sum it up. I mean I'd like to see where all the story goes before, you know, I alter my opinion. But I'm just saying right now it's fun. I think they can go a lot of different ways with that. Oh dude, so. it's great. And we can spoil it right now because I mean all the hardcore fans have already seen the film, dude. It's been out for quite a while, so we can talk it up if you want now. 
who's your favorite character? For, for me, it's Kylo Ren because I think a lot of people can uh, identify with that guy. You know, he there's some evil in him, but there's some good as well. He's the son of you know Han Solo, which is my favorite character of all time. And just amazing the struggles that are going on inside this person where he wants to do good. He, but evil just keeps uh, creeping up, and, and he's only human, and he keeps making mistakes, and he knows he's making mistakes, and he really doesn't know what he's going to do until the, until it actually happens. That, at least that's the perception I got in the film. Very cool. BB-8 taking over the R2-D2 role. Very awesome, dude. Thoughts on all that stuff? I really like Finn. I, I really enjoyed yeah, okay. his character. And I think I, besides him and Ray, I enjoyed the best. I don't know. I There's a lot of fun characters in the movie. I'm really excited to see where Finn goes, though, especially how the movie ended with how he got injured. I think there's a lot of different ways that can go with it that'll make the story really fun, you know, for the next couple episodes. Do you think he has the force in him? Because, you know, he did hear the screams that Starkiller planet destroyed the solar system. He heard the screams of everyone. I was like, oh, my gosh, he's got the force. I hope so. Like I said, I mean, there's just so many different angles they could take to the story, you know, whether he has the force already or could Ray teach him the force? You know, I mean, there's, right. there's, there's a lot of different ways they can go with it. And she's going to definitely need some help besides, you know, she can't rely on herself alone. They picked up the perfect actor to play Ray too, dude. How cool is she? You know, the British accent and everything. Just so awesome. It's so cool to see, uh, Hamill and Ford back on the movie screen. It was, even though you saw Hamill for like six seconds uh, and half of his and, body. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I got, I got a little, I got a little crush on her. She's a little hottie. Oh, oh, the the what's her name? Oh, and I'm drawing a blank, Ray. dude. Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. The the actual actor. No, I know who you're talking about. No, yeah, she, definitely she is. And I love the part in the movie where she's talking to Harrison Ford, and uh, Harrison Ford's trying to offer her a job, and she is so cute because she's like, "You're offering me a job, a, a job." It's, it's just, it is it is hilarious, dude. It's awesome. That that movie's great. I took my boy to see it at the Science Center, actually. All right, but enough Star Wars. Dave's looking at me like I'm nuts and move See what on, I mean, so. John? Nick didn't have enough time to enjoy the movie because he's too busy taking notes. <laughs> oh, dude, there's so many. I see it every single time because there's more and more that I want to see. Dude, did you know Daniel Craig was the stormtrooper that released Ray out of the, out of the chair? Daniel I, Craig from Bond. The only reason why I know that is, is I, heard, I listened to your podcast. Sweet. Woohoo. All right. Um, all right, let's move on. Okay, so let's go ahead and move on, buddy. Periscope. Let's get some Periscope topics, buddy, because you Periscope a ton, and you got some quality stuff that you're putting out there, and it's good stuff. You got quality and quantity going on, and I think that's really what draws a lot of your viewers to your Periscope, buddy. Yeah, dude. I, you know, I, I try to do as many videos as I can. During the, during the work week, it's a little tough for me to do them, but on the weekends, I'm usually full bore into it on Saturdays and Sundays, you know, depending upon the situation of if I'm with my son alone at the parks, sometimes it's hard to do videos because, you know, I don't know, I have to be dad first. And, you know, I also want to enjoy the parks. So Periscope pretty much becomes third base on there. But definitely on like Sundays when my wife and I are together and we go to the parks with my son, we're doing tons of content. So anybody that's not following me already, I definitely would recommend doing so if I do say so myself can uh, find me easily on Periscope by uh, just searching the Tiki Garden or if you want to look me up, it's at the underscore Tiki underscore garden. I'm also on Twitter as well. Same name, so just search the Tiki Garden. It's going to be the easiest way. Yeah, and what's really cool about your Periscope is, buddy, you really have a connection with your following base. I mean, I, wa- I watch a lot of your scopes and I try to get on as much as I can while I'm not working and, and stuff like that or while I'm on break. And you know a lot of people by first name. It's crazy sick how how many people you know 
and people will pop on and you'll be like, hey, Bob. Hey, Sally. You know, it, it's really cool. You have that personal touch with a lot of your listeners. All right, guys. Well, that's all I got for you, Nick and Dave. Had a lot of fun this evening, and I really look forward to continuing doing this and having our Tiki Tuesdays every single week where I come on and take over and talk about everything that's going on in the parks and whatever else is on my mind. We, uh, we're we going to have a lot of fun with this going forward in the future, and I hope all the listeners come along for the ride and follow us on Tiki Tuesdays on Mousecapades Podcast. Awesome. Thanks for coming on, dude. And, I, and I, I can't wait for you to come on every single Tuesday, dude, and just, you know, pilot the ship, brother. That's what it's all yeah, about. Yeah, John, it gives me the opportunity to break out the Malibu on Tuesdays, so I appreciate that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Dave's in yeah. his Hawaiian shirt right now. I, I didn't wear mine, but he's got the tiki torches in the background. He's he's drinking the Hawaiian stitch juice, and uh, he, he's got his tiki shirt on. It's awesome. Hey, it's just, like, it's just <laughs> like Christmas lights. I got the spirit, and Nick does not. all right brother we'll talk to you next week all right guys thanks so much everybody take care peace peace peace